Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm Anna, and I don't know if I've ever introduced myself before, but I'm your host, and I'm just so thankful that you're here and that you've been listening along with the podcast. My number one goal as you listen along is that you would feel empowered to read the Bible, that you would feel like you actually can do it, and that you have all the tools that you need to understand the Bible when you read it. And so I hope that in these past few episodes, even with the episode on prayer, that you have come to believe that you can be a Bible reader. And I hope that you've started. I hope you've started reading. If you have and you're anything like me, I'm sure you didn't get very far before you were like, oh my goodness, what are they talking about? What is the writer? What do they mean? How does this connect? What does this have to do with anything? Why did God put this in the Bible? These are just some of the questions that I have as I'm reading sometimes. And today I want to give you some very practical tools and tips that you can use when you're stuck and you're just saying, help, I have no idea what I'm reading. I don't understand the Bible. So let's get started. The very first resource that I want to tell you about, it's the most important one in my opinion, and that is a preacher. Yep, you heard me right. It's a person. It's someone who you trust to rightly divide the Word of God, just like we talked about when we read from Second Timothy when Paul was telling Timothy to rightly divide the Word of God. He was telling Timothy because Timothy was a preacher. He was a minister. And all of us need someone in our life who is speaking the word of God over us and who is rightly dividing or correctly explaining the word of God to us. So we need, I say a preacher, we need a pastor. A pastor would be the leader of your local church. They would be bringing you the word every Sunday or every Wednesday, whenever you go. And You need to be at a church where you trust and you know that the pastor is teaching from the Word of God and that he's rightly dividing the Word of God. And if you have that, you are so blessed. And you can go to him and you can ask him to explain the scripture. You might also have a person in your life who's just farther along on their journey with Jesus and in their journey with the Word of God who is full of wisdom and knowledge. These people are also ministers who can help you. You just need someone who you can speak to face to face who can answer your questions. And this is scriptural. You may have heard the verse before. It comes from 1 Corinthians where Paul writes that God chose the foolishness of preaching to save those who believe. And Paul writes this to the Corinthians because he started this church and Here, I'm doing it. I told you I would never give you a scripture out of context. I'm going to give you the background information on this. He's writing to the Corinthians because he started this church. And since he's left, other preachers have come through like Peter and James. And so the people in the church were saying, well, I follow Peter. I follow James. I follow Paul. And Paul is telling them, we're not divided. We all brought you the same message about Christ and him crucified. 
What I want to read to you, though, comes from the next chapter, chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians, verse 6. He says, Yet among the mature we do impart wisdom. When he says we, he means we, the preachers, the ministry, the teachers. And he goes on in verse 14. I'm skipping quite a bit, but you can go back and read it. He says, The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. And so what this whole section Paul is saying here is that as the ministry, the preachers, him, Paul, is who he's talking about, and James and Peter, that they had a responsibility to explain the scripture and to explain what Jesus had done for the people that they were leading. And pastors are still called to do that. Preachers are still called to do that, to preach the gospel message, the message of Jesus, but also to impart wisdom to us. And so they do that by helping to explain the scriptures. And so that's why you need a man or woman of God in your life who can impart their wisdom and explain the word of God to you. Now, this is also important because I want to make this point that there are tons of reading materials that you can access outside of the Bible that will explain anything. If you have a question about the Bible, you can for sure Google it and get an answer. But you don't know who wrote that article. You don't know who wrote that book. You might know their name, but you don't know them personally. You don't know their beliefs. You don't know where they got their information. So unless you're willing to do a lot of research about the author that you're reading their work, it's really better to take your questions to someone that you trust and that you know gets their answers from the Word of God. And a lot of times... And I hope it is for you that's your pastor, that's a minister in your life. Now, sometimes you just have like a small question. It's not anything life-changing or life-shattering. And you just, maybe you do need to just look up something really quickly. So what are some resources we could use that we could have on hand all the time when we're reading the Bible? Let's talk about that. First, I want to say that you need to look at everything your Bible has to offer. My Bible that I have that I read the most out of is an ESV Bible. It's an ESV note-taking Bible. But even at that, in the back of my Bible, it has like an introduction to each of the books of the Bible. And it just says like when scholars think it was written, who it was written to, and it gives kind of some context for what was going on in the world around the time that the book was written and kind of how it fits into the bigger picture of the Bible. And I really like to read those anytime I'm starting a new book study. Also, your Bible will have like subheadings as you're reading. Those sometimes can give you good information, and most Bibles have footnotes. So as you're reading, you might see a little number next to a word, not the number that's telling you what verse you're on, but a number that shows you there's a footnote. And a lot of times you can go down at the bottom and find like a lot of times those footnotes um, give you definitions for words or what different names mean, and they can be super, super helpful. And sometimes that's all the information you need to make sense of what you've read. Some Bibles have um, scripture references in them. I remember 
I don't think the Bible that I use right now doesn't have that. But I remember when I was a kid, my mom and dad's Bible. So we would have like two columns and then down the middle, it had all these scripture references. And I remember when I got my first Bible that had that, I just thought I was so cool because I would like every little number, I would go and see which verse it recommended me reading it. I would go and I would read that verse too. And, um, they don't always help, but sometimes they do. So that's my first piece of advice is to look at everything that your Bible has to offer. Sometimes it has extra information in there that can help you. My next recommendation is going to be that if you read a verse that's tricky or you don't understand the wording, maybe try to read it in a different translation. That could provide you some clarity. And there's definitely an episode of the podcast incoming about the different Bible translations, but I'm doing, I want to do my due diligence to give you guys accurate information. So I am researching the topic Right now, I've got a book that I'm reading about it, and I want to be able to share that with you guys soon. But I can say this, that some, and I think I might have said it in a podcast before, that some translations are written um, based on a word-to-word translation. So it looks at the original language, and it translates it to like the nearest word that we have in our language to match. But sometimes the meaning gets lost in that kind of translation. And so other translations don't translate word for word. They translate for meaning. And they look at what that word would have meant at the time that it was written. And then they look to find a word that would mean that today in our language. And so it's translated that way. So sometimes just reading a different translation really can help you understand a verse better. All right, my third tip is that you might want to listen to someone else reading that section of scripture. Sometimes when we're reading it to ourselves, we can just get in our own heads and it helps to listen. You might even want to listen to it while you read along. I know I have a few kids who listen to the podcast with their parents, so shout out to my kid listeners, and this is a really good tip for kids too, because the Bible is full of really big words that we don't always know how to pronounce or read, or they don't make sense sounding them out, so listening to someone read, you could, I know I use the version app, and it reads, most of the translations have a recording, and so sometimes I listen to it, and then If you listen to it and read along, that helps, especially with those words, those big words that you might not know how to pronounce, all of those names that can get really tricky. Okay, final tip is that if you do look at outside reading material, aside from the Bible, we've already talked about how we're going to take into consideration that we don't know the author. And so if they're giving their opinions on scripture, we're going to just hold that with an open hand. However, there are a few resources outside of the Bible that I do recommend, and these are materials that focus on historical context. I love any resource that gives me just historical information about what was going on in the world around the time that a book was written, or that gives me information about the audience or about the writer. And my recommendation for that would be a Haley's Bible Handbook. I love my Haley's Bible Handbook. It literally gives like a summary and then historical context for 
every chapter in the Bible, it breaks it down by chapter and gives like a little summary and historical context. I can put a link to the Haley's Bible Handbook in the show notes, but I will say they are kind of pricey. I have never bought one full price. I find them at like secondhand bookstores all the time. If you live in the Nashville area, I find them at McKay's all the time. And I will say, I usually buy them when I see them and I give them to people regularly. Oh my gosh, you know what? If you're listening to this episode, you're getting a sneak peek. I've already been thinking about doing a giveaway and a Haley's Bible handbook. I could put that in the giveaway because I do have one of those. That's a great idea, Anna. All right, so you guys just got a sneak peek on that. So what was my last tip? What was I saying? That any reading materials outside of the Bible that you use should focus on historical context. I recommend the Haley's Bible Handbook. Um, Maps. Maps are really good to look at. The Bible uses a lot of names of places and locations. And if it doesn't make sense, most Bibles have maps in them, but you can easily look those up as well. Oh, I remembered one more resource that I wanted to share with you guys. On YouTube, there's a channel called The Bible Project. I love The Bible Project. So sometimes it helps just to have like an overview of the book. And I talked about how my Bible gives like a summary of it. And so I'm sure some of y'all's Bibles do the same thing. And then like the Haley's Bible Handbook gives gives like a little overview of each chapter. However, if you need to see it in like pictures on YouTube, the Bible Project, they have videos that go along with each book of the Bible. And there's some others that talk about like people and stuff, but it's, it's very scriptural based. It just gives like an outline of the book and it maps it out. I love those videos. I watch them for every book that I read, every book of the Bible that I read. So I will link to that channel as well. You guys should check that out. Okay, I'm wrapping this up. Let's just recap and go back over all of our tips really quickly. Number one, you need a person, a preacher, pastor, someone who you can ask questions to -to face-to-face that you trust. Um, Number two, you want to be careful about your reading material outside the Bible. You don't know the people who wrote it. We don't want to take their opinions as the gospel. And if we do use outside reading material, we want it to focus on historical context We also want to look at everything that our Bibles have to offer us, footnotes, headings, uh, summaries, things like that. Uh, We might want to read from a different translation sometime, and it's helpful to listen while you read. Guys, you've got this. You are Bible readers, and more than that, you can understand what you've read. Thank you guys for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you next time. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. To wrap this thing up, I want you to repeat after me. Say, I am a Bible reader. I can understand God's word. And I will be changed by what I learn. Hey guys, you're going to change so much more than just your own life. By understanding God's word, you're going to change your family, your community, and this world. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you again soon.